0: Hey, what's going on, guys? It's JC's podcast, and I'm back on the podcast for you guys today. You guys know this is our first, you could say, episode covering the Maple Leafs 2022 playoff push. Um, We've got Leafs talk episode number 42. You guys know we're joined by my dad today. Dad, how are you? Doing great. Uh, Hi, everyone. All right. Let's get straight into things, actually. So, you know, Dad, this is a highly anticipated series, game one. And, you know, going into game one, You know the Leafs have home ice advantage, but let's start with a game on the overall atmosphere from the first puck drop to the, the final whistle that Scotiabank Arena. I've heard reporters say they've never heard it as loud as this. You didn't see that many suits in the crowd um as they always say you know the poke fun at least fans it was just electric the atmosphere is electric i think that that played a huge part i know sheldon keith pointed out too that you know they really deserve the first star of the fans and then he said this is his first ever Leafs playoff game at home um with a full crowd like that was ridiculous like, they, they, these fans did not let them lose this game but what do you think before getting to specific stat about the overall in game one the fans actual atmosphere
1: you know, Leaf fans in general are hungry, uh, for the yeah. team to do well. Um, and then now in the times that we're in the last few years, you know, they've, they haven't had many opportunities to, you know, attend, uh, playoff games. Uh, right. so I think that kind of, uh, uh, you know, really, uh, wore off on, uh, on, on the crowd that day because, uh, yeah. you know, they were hungry for the last few years. And, uh, uh, I, I totally agree. You know, I've been watching them since, the, since 1980. And uh, I think, uh, you know, uh, it's, uh, if, if not the, uh, the loudest, you know, it's, it's got to be like top three ever. So, um, you know, I think they played a big part. The crowd was excited. And it really, you know, showed that it rubbed off on the players uh, in, in the way that they played and the energy that they brought
0: uh, to every shift. Completely agree like that. Like, even at home, I think for us, at least we were hyped. I, I guess fans all over the world were hyped. Like, this was ridiculous. Like, this was like, I i couldn't believe it. Like, this, this from the national anthem to you know, the goalies go and, and it starts off. Let's get into the game. The Lightning get you know, let, let's talk about the hit because I think that's the first big thing. You know, Kyle Clifford comes in on, I think it was on Ruta. Um, you know, I, I get what he was trying to do, maybe a big hit but completely not needed. Uh, he gets five minutes and then game misconduct and he's suspended one game. What did you think that of the hit? You know, I get, I get why he's in the lineup, but I just thought personally that, okay, maybe now you look back at it, like, okay, now it's not as bad, but um, for the, with obviously what, how the games transpired. But I think in the moment uh, that was not really needed uh, for this team to go man down and especially, you know, he got suspended for a game as well.
1: You know, guys like Clifford, you know, anytime they're out there, um, you know, they, they want to finish their check. Yeah. So originally, when he kind of took off towards them, he, you know, he had the puck. Uh, yeah. He got rid of it a little sooner than I guess uh, Clifford thought. Yeah. Um, but the, the thing is that after he got rid of the puck, kind of, instead of turning around, I think he was anticipating him to sort of move and turn around, but he kind of just stood there, mm-hmm. uh, thinking that in case the Leafs kick it out against the boards you know he can stop it again and i think that made it look you know a lot worse when clifford came in and that oh you know it was from behind uh but you know these are the you know like this is uh one of the things that he brings uh to the leafs and then and to any team that he plays on so um you know i mean uh, i think one game was justified uh you know uh, it, it was in from behind but uh you know, this is playoff hockey, you know, you're supposed to go in and finish your check and yeah. sometimes you're one, one step too late. And that's, that's all that happened here.
0: Yeah. I, I think I, I agree with what you're saying. Um, and like with obviously how, how it went down, I think it's, 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 you want to limit those. There's been a lot of plays that you want to limit these kind of hits, these kind of penalties, but that being said, leaves go on. Um, They played, I guess, uh, they have killed seven minutes of penalties before um, the series was even twelve minutes in, uh, and Tampa Bay only had two shots. And I think the crowd played a big part again in that penalty kill. Uh, Matthews only played a minute and forty-five seconds, and you know the, the period goes on, and then we see obviously the first goal um, of the entire playoffs, Jake Muzzin, and you know Jake Muzzin is a great. And then obviously the Leafs go five on three. Call a timeout and Austin Matthews gets his first. Um, and then there's just more scoring after this. I'll go through all the goals here. David Kampf on a shorthanded goal breakaway. Um, and then you got also obviously a Mitch Marner goal. How do you feel, you know, dad? We got a Mitch Marner goal, Austin Matthews goal. And then obviously at the end there, Matthews gets a second one by a, by a little bad play by Vasilevsky. But Mitch Marner and Austin Matthews, I'm glad that they scored in game one because. There's no more zeros. Now, all those 18 games that I are going to talk about is gone. I'm glad that they got this over with that. You know, they had a tough playoff last year. Get that over with game one. All the pressure, and they're all relaxed now. It's, it's, it's gone. The pressure is gone. They'll be flying, I think, for games three and four.
1: I mean, we've seen it all season long. Uh, you know, uh, they, they're pretty much unstoppable when they're out there. Yeah. Um and uh, but I totally agree. I think sometimes when it comes to playoffs and you have that those 18 games, 18 19 games right. uh hanging on your you know your shoulder, uh, it's nice to get a you know a goal from the first game just to just to get that over with and then uh you know relax and just play your game. Um but uh you know I'm not surprised. I I, I was uh I was calling uh, I thought he was going to get two goals that yeah, day. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, but um, you know, uh, Matthew uh, Matthew's got two instead. But um, yep. yeah, so it's uh, it's great to see. I think uh, I just hope it's just not a reverse of last year where you know, like Nealander was on fire and uh, yeah, you know, yeah guys were a yeah. little off. We we you know we need a few more guys uh, as we found out with uh, with Edmonton. You know, one line can't just uh, cut it. Uh, you know, other
0: guys have uh, have got to produce. Yeah, completely agree and and I, we heard Matthew's first shift of the entire playoffs MVP chance. He went out to say it was humming tonight. It was electric through all 60 minutes, just standing up for each other. That's what we got out of it on the violent series. And obviously chief Keith, Sheldon Keith saying the crowd was the first star of the game. And they both got three points. Marner with the goal and two assists Matthews two goals and one assist. And the, the boys were absolutely flying in game one, a huge, huge victory. And you can't forget that Jack Campbell gets a shutout 24 safe shutout. Tampa did not look like themselves. And I think that at least fans going into game two, which we'll cover, we're kind of expecting that, you know, we're going to get a better Tampa team out of this. Um, and I thought, to, to be honest, I thought going into the the game, I thought first period, they're going to come out. Tampa's going to come out flying. They're going to be, you know, pressing. They're going to be finishing their checks. They're going to be dumping pucks deep because they want to obviously get a maybe a few goals in the first period to get that game back. And And, you know, it started off, you could say through the first three periods of game one, the least dominated and they dominated the fourth period of the, the second game, game one, the first period they dominated, but, you know, they give up that penalty and the puck just, you know, with a few seconds left goes right to Victor Hedman with two seconds left and he just scores. And, you know, that, that's something you don't want to give up with two seconds left, just then the first period, what should you think Dad? you know, I, I know it's a little bit of luck there. Um, but Victor Hedman, you know, he's, as Giordano said today, he's probably the best defenseman in the world. He was looking like a really, really great player out there on the four-point night in, in, in Tampa win. But, you know, you can't. I, I didn't really like the penalties. You know, we'll get into the penalties, obviously, but I did not really like that he was just left wide open. I, I don't know. I think everybody was expecting the time to expire. No yeah.
1: one thought that that was going to happen. And uh, as we've seen it over the years, you know, those last second goals are killers uh, yeah. because now you've got one team going into the change room, all pumped, and then you got the other all down, yeah. um, you know, and, uh, and, you know, not to say again, it kind of took the crowd out of it. Um, you know, I think they, you know, the, the crowd was still loud. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, it was it was an unfortunate bounce, um, frequent nature, uh, and and you know to, to think a defenseman is standing in front of the net, yeah, you know, yeah. so and then and then the puck just kind of rolls to its stick, and then you know I think um, uh, a little bit of uh, you know I don't know if uh, it seems like uh, you know. Uh, Campbell kind of uh, uh you know outcast doves, himself. yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I think he just needed to stand there and then uh, you know he was he was in too close I think to to do anything else so once he sort of moved to the other side he left uh left the right side of the net all open and then you know a guy like Edmund not gonna miss uh, from that close uh, yeah with are going the wrong way
0: yeah com- completely agree and and you know that that obviously is going to give them some momentum heading into the second period. And what do you see? Two minutes in, Victor Hedman again, a full court, full ice pass to Corey Perry, breakaway goal. And if there's a guy that you don't want to see as a Leafs fan scoring, it's Corey Perry, and he scores. With all Victor Hedman right there. They go up two zero. And then Michael Bunting, a beautiful check by Matthews, um, goes the free. The puck gets freed right to Mitch Marner, cross. It looked like a little cross crease, like an NHL. NHL video game goal right to Michael Button taps it in beautiful goal there all by Austin Matthews he's the one that set that up without finishing his check and uh, on Ryan McDonough and then it goes right to Mitch Marner and the Leafs you know all the momentum it was it was on fire but then a power play again I think this one was the Wayne Simmons you can't be giving up these penalties I'm, I'm really disappointed and if I'd say there's two, three players I'm disappointed in Wayne Simmons is one of them because he drew two, he, he took two penalties and they scored two power play goals. You can't be doing that. Like I'm really disappointed in him right there. But a Kucherov uh, goal and then the Leafs going to the third period down, I believe three, one. And you know, a lot of people are going on social media, and I kind of agree with the with the penalty calls. I'm actually not I'm actually surprised that there's been so many penalty calls. At one point, there were six straight power plays given to Tampa Bay like to close out the game, like I'm, I'm just shocked. A lot of soft calls in there. I'm, I'm really disappointed. I'm really disappointed in the fish eating. Um, But the Leafs go down three, one going to third period, Brendan Hagel scores a minute in. Um, And then another power play goal, Braden point, Um, another penalty taken by Wayne Simmons. And, you know, you, you just can't be, you can't be doing that. You can't be doing that. The Leafs try to battle back to get Mitch Martin and Alexander Kerfoot a short-handed goal, but it's too little, too late. You know, they had that power play at the end, but the Leafs do lose this game 5-3. But if I was to give a first star of this game, it'd probably be Victor Hedman and then probably Vasilevsky because he made that crazy save on Lilligren that would have made it, I believe, 2-2 or 2-1, something like that, but would have shifted all that momentum back to Toronto. But I'm just not happy, Marner. Obviously, after the games, had too many penalties. We just need to stay out of the box and play five on five, which I completely agree. Uh, I, I wasn't really happy with how many penalties they taken. Uh, but what do you think, Dad? You know, like about the penalties and about the officiating, because I think that's two of the biggest stories coming out of the first two games is how many power plays they have been, and you know, are they valid or are they invalid in the playoffs?
1: You know, these referees, so. All these penalties are being called. This is the playoffs. Yeah. So what I find as, as when we get into the second round, a lot of these penalties that they're calling right now don't get called. You've got to be consistent throughout the playoffs. You know, mm-hmm. like it's it's every round matters. Um, you know, and there's a, there's a few things here. You know that I want to I want to go over. Um, you know, uh, I think when the crowd was chanting, you know, ref, you son, yeah, I, yeah. I honestly think that these guys took a little personal. Because after that, you saw six to seven straight penalties
0: yeah, being famous, called against
1: yeah. Toronto. Now these guys are like ten-year veterans. Uh, I think one is even more. Um, you know, and 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 you you can't be doing that. Like I mean, uh, you know, it's almost like you know they think they're better than the game itself. Like you can't be taking game over. I mean, fourteen minutes, yeah. fourteen minutes in That's a row ridiculous. in the first two periods, like. Uh, that uh, somebody has a man advantage, and 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 just it, it, it's a joke because now uh, you've got a team from the south, you know Florida, which is Gary Bettman's little baby. You know he wants to you know NHL to succeed for it down south. Uh, I don't know does that have something to do with it? Yeah. Now there's the TNT games. Uh, do they want more American teams? Uh, that could have something to do with it. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, I think honestly, and then then you even take the lines people. The, the linesman, missed a too many men call for fifteen <laughs> seconds with six <laughs> guys in front yeah, of Tampa's net. Like, I can't believe that. Yeah, I know. You know, I know. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. Like the, the, you know, those goofballs. Like that's your only job. I sing, and too many men. You know, you're not calling anything else besides dropping the puck. Like it's, it's it was it's just ridiculous. disgusting. I think honestly, NHL should be ashamed of himself. Uh, you know these referees should be safe. They need to review these, these this game honestly. Those were terrible calls, uh, and then yeah. there was so many terrible non calls right in front of them uh, against the Leafs, which were similar to the ones were being called against us. And yep. um, they, this, they, you know, there it really needs to be reviewed and. I mean, something needs to be done about it because, honestly, over and over, I'm ashamed to be a fan. People make fun of us, you know that. Look at this, you know how it goes, and and it's just a it's a shameful, shameful act on the referees the way that that game was called. And honestly, NHL needs to do something about it because, uh, you know, it's just uh, they're dropping lower and lower when it comes to, uh, you know, trying to be one of the top tier, uh, you know, sports uh, in in the in the North America.
0: Yeah. And then I believe Sheldon Keith said um, the Leafs gave the Lightning a freebie after that game. Um, he said something. I don't know if he said that, but it's something similar. Like they, they didn't show up. But, you know, I completely agree. Like this is, I, I just don't get how there's so many UC fans. Comp- like you, you see someone play on the ice. That's a penalty. That should be a penalty, but it's not called on and it's not fair. Um, I don't know the exact penalty calls, but I know that at least seven power plays for the for the tampa bay lightning and they're gonna make you pay like these are great players um and kudrov was amazing in this game victor hedman was amazing they showed why they're back-to-back champs and i think that you if you're gonna call these many penalties be consistent with it because you can't be giving like seven six to seven straight power plays for one team how do you expect toronto okay some of them maybe were deserved Okay, that's fine. But I, I think there's so many soft calls in there. Like, this is the playoffs, and you expect that teams are saying they're going to let things go. Fans are saying it. You know, media personnel are saying it. They expect it. You know, a lot of people are saying it. You're going to expect in the playoffs a lot of things to go. And I didn't see that, and I, I'm looking to see game three. I'm going to watch it closely because I think that the least this, this is a game handed to Tampa Bay. Like, this is a 1-1 series now. It shouldn't be. They only lost 5-3, and I think that they could have played way better. But if we're talking about who could play, you know, a bit better, I know I talked about Simmons and, you know, Nylander, you know, last year Nylander was a, the best player on the, on the Toronto Maple Leafs in the playoffs. And I think that this year, you know, he had that food poisoning for game one. Okay. That's fine. You know, I'm, I'm the fact that he still played, I'm actually su- surprised. And, and, you know, he, he showed up, but it proves how badly he wants to win. Um, and, and John Tavares, you know, I, first Nylander, I think they should put Nylander and Tavares back together, but John Tavares, he does not, I think he has one point. Nylander does not have a point. You know, John Tavares, I've never, ever been hard on John Tavares since he's been in Maple Leaf. People always say $11 million man. You know, since Sixero came out and said the captain has to do more, uh, he's paying, you're paying $11 million. A lot of people saying that, you know, you don't necessarily need to just score and get assists. I, Dad, I know you can agree too. I don't really hear his name when he's on the ice. Um, I'm a little bit worried because I thought, you know, he was going to be an X factor in the series. I just had a gut feeling. And I think that it's two games in, I'm still going to give him at least a couple more games, but I'm not really impressed with what he's done. Um, and Nelander, too, you know, he starts off the game hot and I'm looking forward to seeing like what he can do. But then a few shifts later, he's just cooling down. He's cooling down. He's making too many errors. And I think this is where you need to move Neilander back with Tavares. I know Sheldon Keith said he has not made any decisions for the game. Three lines. I think there's, there's only one decision. If you're swapping out a player, it's Simmons out. Spets in that has to be done, and I think it's going to be done. But what, what do you think, Dad, about the line combinations? And you know, would you put back Tavares and Nilan?
1: Well, look, you know, with Tavares, um, I think the two guys that uh, it was Kerford and care um, yeah, believe, yeah, are a little too fast for him, and then they don't believe. I mean, maybe Kerford's a little bit head does, but you know that that uh, control of the puck that mm-hmm. a guy like Nielander has and that's what Tavares needs. You know, he'll pass it to them, he'll take it over. Uh, you know, they'll they'll make a move and Tavares is always in front of the net. You know, he that those are his main bread-and-butter goals, you know, just a tip-in or, you know, a, a shot from close by, so I think that that that's really hurting his game, um, uh, I think, uh, you know, I'm going to go back to yeah. Edmonton, uh, I think when Luches got traded there and they put him on with David, uh, they didn't last 10 games because yeah. he was too slow, uh, you know, and uh, I think that that's the case here, I think they need to switch back and put Nylander and then I, I believe uh, Clifford and Spezza are gonna be back in uh, next game. Uh, who uh, I think uh, obviously uh, I think Simmons uh, yeah it's maybe it, uh... may, may be out, but uh, I don't know who uh, you know who else they I guess they're gonna sit, but we do need those guys. I think uh, Spezza brings the, uh, a different calmness and uh, a different game. Uh, And then you don't want him sitting out for too long either Mm -hmm. at this age where, you know, rust kicks in. So when they do put him in, you know, you don't want to be, you know, not in game shape kind of thing. So uh, I think they need to bring him in and, uh, you know, we really need to uh, win this next game.
0: Yeah, I think Spetsa is definitely going to be in the lineup. I think you 100% take Wayne Simmons out. He said, you know, he took two bad penalties and they score on the power plays. 100%, I think you've got to make that move. I don't know if Clifford... See, this is and this is a problem I like to have. Who does Clifford really replace? And I, I don't know if they need these physical players because if you look at it, Matthews is finishing his checks. You see Matthews finish check. Morgan Riley is fighting Patrick Maroney, who wasn't backing down, right? And you see Mikheyev getting some big hits in there. Brody... Uh, I'm really impressed with these guys finishing the tracks being physical. Marner being physical. Like people don't know. Marner led the the team in hits at one point. Like, I don't know if you really need these really tough, tough, you know, guys are just gonna go out there. I'm just gonna get a hit and then it can go either a big hit or it can go a penalty hit. I don't think you really need that right now. I think you really need a guy like Spezza to come in there, put him on the second line power play too, because it's been a little bit weak. The power play last game, you know, they had a really good chance at the end. I think it was with 230. They got a power play. You score there, 5-4, who knows what happens. You don't take that penalty at the end, Simmons. It's 4-3, maybe. you got a power play at the end. Maybe you're not as desperate. And you're, maybe you're not as, you know, yeah, obviously desperate for a goal. Maybe you're conservative with a puck. But, you know, I, I'm looking forward to game three. I think that this series, people think, obviously, is shifting towards Tampa. I don't really think so. Uh, I think you're going to see a lot of Leafs fans, too, in, in uh, Tampa, Florida. But... I, I think that you the two moves that you gotta make is you gotta put Neilander back with Tavares, and I think you gotta put Spezza back in the lineup. That that's what you got to do. If 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 I'm the coach, I'm doing that. I think that, that he's winning, that, I think that's what he's actually gonna do. And I'm looking forward to game three. You know, the, the series is not over. This is the best of five. Now let's see who can win this. Um, I think if they're the leafs, you gotta steal one on the road. You can't you can't obviously give up both games because then you're down three-one, but you've got to steal one on the road, and I think they will. I'm um, looking forward to game three. I think they're going to be hungry. I think they've got some momentum from getting those two goals. And I think they're going to come off flying. I think they're going to come off flying. I think game three, if I, I, I think maybe Leafs take game three, maybe Tampa takes game four, but I th- I'm, I'm heavily leaning towards the Leafs bouncing back in game three. If he makes the, 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 the coaching moves that I said, which is putting Newland with Tavares, dick. Like, they're both struggling, put them back together. Like, I, I don't know what he, what, what else you can do. I don't really like Neilander still on the third line with Engvall. And I believe it's Kampf, even though Kampf, you know, he's been a great player. Uh, he's a defensive player, but I think you put Neilander with Tavares and see what they can do. And maybe put Mikheyev or Kerfoot on the, on the left wing. What do you think, Dad? Um,
1: I think, yeah, I think you gotta, um, even, um, I always have trouble pronouncing his name, um, uh is it, uh, uh andres Oh, casa casa uh, Ka- yeah yeah casa casa yeah <laughs> yeah it's that, yeah uh, i i wouldn't even put him there i, yeah. I think he, when when uh, um I, you know he he's shown some uh some, you know some edge there and i think you know he's the guy that uh, they they sort of maybe need to uh put him up there just so that uh, uh can kind of you know take charge in the, right. the third line um, and, and, uh, you know, I, I, think, uh, uh, the other thing that I don't know, may, you know, with, with the, with the three power play girls, uh, they may need to look at an address. I don't know who they would sort of, uh, uh, take off, but there's uh, mm-hmm. Hall. yeah, uh, I think he had the most minutes, uh, on the penalty kill for the Leafs for the season. And, yeah. uh, you know, our, our penalty kill was amazing. So that's, that's something, um. Uh, you know, they may need to, uh, you know, to look at and uh, and see, you know, see who they want to take off, uh, you know, and just uh, change things up.
0: Yeah. I I think they've got it. Like, this is obviously, as we always say, this is a good problem to have. You have a lot of good players. Who's going to crack the lineup, but going into game three, you know, I'm not, I'm not really worried because they've, they've looked like the better team. And I know that may be sounding biased, but the first game, they're the better team by far the first period in game two, they dominated. They just gave up that unlucky goal. Second period, they were not the better team. And the third period is like a 50, 50 game. And I think that if you the lightning, you're, you're loving that you took game two, because I, I think that Leafs overall were the better team. Um, I don't really blame Campbell for those goals. Maybe one or two, you, you like him to have a save, maybe like something like that, but you can't be like, most of their goals were on the power play. Like I, I just, the officiating has really, really, really irked me. Like, I'm really disappointed in it. But, you know, we'll see what's going to happen in game three. Um, And I'm looking forward to it. You know, it's also Mitch Marner's birthday today. I'm really impressed how he's been playing. He, he's like, anyone that said he's not a playoff performer, he's got five points. Matthew's got five points. Like, they're on fire right now. And I think that, you know, they're probably going to be amped for game three. Like, this is all the pressure on Tampa because now you got to defend home ice. Now Toronto's coming to your you know, home, home ice and, and you got to defend home ice. And I think that the, the boys are going to come off flying for game three. I'm looking forward to it tomorrow. Um, and then obviously game four on Sunday. And this looks like it's going to be a long series, but any last words for today, Dan?
1: Look, you know, that, that finish uh, the third period look, if they lose five, one uh, I'm in a different mental state right now. Right. right. Um, and, and and probably even, even, even the team. But the fact that, you know, they made a run and they put a fear, you know, they, they were backtracking, you know, and they were, even though the, all five guys were staying back, these guys still were getting in there and, and, and you know, and scored two more goals to make it 5-3 and and uh, had a lot of chances. You know, if another one goes in, it could have been a different game. But I think they've put that fear in... in uh, uh, in, in in Tampa as well, that you know these guys, you know, they, they, there's no no mm-hmm. quit in these guys. You, you know, you thought five one that they're just going to say okay, let's, you know, Come, yep, uh, yep. ride into the sunset and into the next game, but uh, they they came at them hard, and um, you know, I mean, look, uh, you know, they've scored eight goals in two games on one of the, you know, if, if not yeah. they're saying the greatest goalie right now there is, right? So yep. uh, that says a lot. And and you take away those dumb power plays that they got three goals. Okay, even if they score one, well, it's mm-hmm. it's it's a three-three game. Yep. Uh, you know, going into maybe going into overtime. Um, you know, some, uh, you know, and then, uh, I like you were saying, I I think uh, a couple of uh the goals he should have uh, should have had the first one, and then how are you gonna let a guy like Perry go five hole? Come on, all <laughs> you gotta do is maybe not even stand facing him. You just gotta mm-hmm. stand straight, even to turn your back to him and it'll hit you on the back. He's not gonna right. score, so. Uh, I think you know you take those two goals back. You take so uh, you know this could have been a three-one game for us,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, you know. But uh, let's see. I think uh, you know what that, that, like I said, that uh, that finish really, really, uh, you know, um, got some confidence in the team. And then you know, and um, I'm looking forward to uh, what these guys can do. And and I think you know they want to probably you know they're going to come at them hard just to silence the the uh, the crowd and the, and the crowd in Tampa. Is is (laughs) nowhere near what the Maple Leafs, I mean, even when they, during the regular seasons, they're getting all those Canadians that have made that their second home down south in the winter, Um, you know, and then, uh, so it's, uh, you know, I don't think the crowd really going to be too much of a factor, maybe for like, you know, five minutes, but uh, yeah, it's going to be a great game tomorrow
0: and uh, it's Friday, so yeah, let's, uh, you know, let's go. Yeah. I, I There's no way they're going to match that. I, I completely agree. Like Toronto is a hockey market and, you know, I'm looking forward to it. There's going to be uh, probably a lot of Leeds fans there too. And, you know, like, I know people are, are a little bit worried if you're a least fan listing, but I would not be worried. Like, you know, as, as dad, as you said, they have looked like the better team. They've scored eight goals on a goaltender that said, hey, this is his playoff for Like he did, he did save them yesterday. He was amazing yesterday. There's, there's no doubt, but the Leafs can the Leafs can win this series like if you don't think they can win this series then you're just obviously maybe a Leafs hater which that's fine but you got to give the the credit where it's due and I think they're they're looking like a really good team and you know I wouldn't be surprised I think they'll both pick up a win here game three and four I think they'll both split the games but I wouldn't be surprised if the Leafs take both I I wouldn't be surprised and I I think that Nylander Tavares should be better I think that's the last thing I I like that's the last thing. Like I think Neal and Tavares need to be on the same line. And I think that'll get things going. Um, maybe put Engvall, Kampf and Kasa on the third line, which, which worked in the past, but let's see what they do. You know, he hasn't made any decisions yet. I expect decisions to be made probably tomorrow morning. Um, and leading up to the game, they'll probably, honestly, as usual, they always post lines, but if there is a change, I think it's going to be Spetsa into the lineup. And I, I think I'm 99% sure he's going to play tomorrow guys, uh, but that's going to be it for today. Thank you guys for listening. Of course, we'll cover games three and four on Monday for you guys. And go Leafs go, guys. We're looking forward to game three. Thank you for listening. Thanks, guys.